Thank you for joining us for the Tucson Baptist Church podcast with Pastor Brent Armstrong. This podcast features the messages from the teaching and preaching ministry at our church. Tucson Baptist Church is located in Tucson, Arizona, and we are committed to loving God, growing together, and reaching our community. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit TucsonBaptist.com. We pray that today's message is an encouragement to you. Let's take our Bibles, go to Revelation chapter number 6. Revelation chapter number 6. Our ushers will help you if you did not receive a copy of this morning's notes. Just raise your hand. They'll put one in your hand. Uh, We'll continue part 2 of a message we began last week simply entitled, Hell on Earth. And by the way, the reason there's going to be a tribulation is because of all the garbage that we just talked about a few moments ago. And that is there's a great falling away. There, There are people that absolutely hate the name of Jesus, want nothing to do with the name of Jesus. Uh, One of the things that God has revealed is that this world is on a collision course with judgment. And that judgment is going to take place in large part during a seven-year period of time known as the tribulation or the great tribulation. Would you look with me at two verses in Revelation chapter 6? And for the most part, we'll be right here in Revelation this morning. So please keep your Bibles open as we're going to refer to several verses this morning. In Revelation chapter number 6, verse 15 and 16. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And they said unto the mountains, in other words, they're praying to the mountains, Fall on us, hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. I remind you that we examined the first four of seven seals that were opened in the book of Revelation a week ago. We opened up seal number one, and we called it military conquest. Seal number two was blood conquest. Seal number three was famine starvation Seal number four was corpse decimation. And now this morning, we open up the fifth seal. Seal number five is this. It is called sword decapitation. Sword decapitation. We have now examined the first four uh, seals. And uh, after examining those seals, we come to this fifth seal. And there's a shift. It's focused on Christians who are saved during the tribulation period. You have your Bibles open to Revelation chapter 6. Please look with me uh, in verse number 9. And when they had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. These are martyrs who have now died during the tribulation period. They are not the saints who have already been raptured and taken to heaven. If we are living during the time period when the rapture takes place and we are part and privileged to be part of that rapture, Uh, We will already be in heaven. This is not the group of people uh, that's being referred to as the raptured or the church. As a reminder, there are going to be people who are saved during the great tribulation. 
If Jesus Christ were to come today, the church is taken out, there's still going to be billions of people left here on earth. And so they are going to, by thousands and possibly tens of thousands or even millions of people, they're going to come to Christ in the world's greatest revival that's ever going to take place during the tribulation period. However, these people are going to pay a great price for trusting God as their personal Lord and Savior during the tribulation. May I say this morning, when Christians refuse to take the mark of the beast, they will become the very center of Satan's consummate hatred and the object of his wrath. Satan's going to unleash a fury, an anger, a hatred toward those who claim Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior. Remember, Satan wants the world to bow down at his feet. Jesus even said such in Matthew chapter 24, speaking on this very subject. He says, then uh, shall they deliver you up to the afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. This is going to be a great time of persecution on planet earth during this tribulation period. And by the way, uh, the chief weapon that Satan will use during this time, he's going to use the edge of the sword. My friend, this is eerily similar to today's Islamic Jihad against Christians. Would you look with me over in Revelation chapter number 20? Revelation chapter number 20. Let's read what the Bible says is going to happen during this time period. The writer John, he writes, remember, he's looking into the future. He's being allowed the curtains of, uh, of heaven, the curtains of the world, the curtains of the great tribulation have been pulled back so that John can get a glimpse of what is happening. And then he's been instructed to write it down. In Revelation chapter 20 and verse number 4, a scary verse in the word of God, and I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And then notice this next sentence, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshiped the beast neither his image neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands and they lived and they reigned with Christ a thousand years now Satan uh, can take off their head but let me tell you he cannot destroy their soul that's the reason that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28 and fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Consider this, that in the tribulation there will be those who will turn away from Satan. They will not believe the lies of Satan. They will refuse the mark of the beast, whether it's in uh, their hand or in their forehead. They will not bow. They will not worship Satan in his image. And for that stand, they will be martyred and they will be put to death. Some of you might be thinking right now, well, Pastor Armstrong, if people are going to be saved in the Great Tribulation, and I live now in what you call the age of grace or church age, and I didn't receive Jesus till the rapture comes and all the Christians go, then I know it's all right, and then I'll receive the Lord Jesus Christ. No, you will not. You will believe a lie. 
And anybody who has heard the truth and turned uh, from the truth, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 very clearly says, And for this cause God shall send a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. If there's anybody here this morning who's thinking, Hey, listen, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to see how it works out. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to give my heart to Jesus. May I just say you're very foolish. Because there is absolutely no way that you will believe that Jesus has truly come and raptured the church. And you will believe whatever the lie that is uh, uh, told during this time period of how, whether it's from outer space bodies were snatched or whatever the lie that the world tells you where all these people have disappeared. You will believe that lie. You will not be able to be saved during the tribulation period. This seal is going to be sad indeed for every uh, uh, one of those Christians who trust Christ and it's, be, and it's made known and they refuse the mark of the beast, their heads will be decapitated. Now we go on to the sixth seal. Seal number six is opened. And I call this the atmospheric anomalies seal. The atmospheric anomalies. The sixth seal is what is very interesting, found also in Revelation chapter 6. It begins in verse number 12. Revelation 6 and verse number 12. The Bible says, And I behold, when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair. The moon became as blood. The stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the earth departed as a scroll when it had rolled together. And every mountain and, uh, and island were moved out of their place. There's going to be some severe disorders on earth and in space. And the forces of nature are going to be let loose uh, upon the ungodly. Those who have rejected Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior. I personally find seal number six to be very interesting. Those who are left here in this great tribulation are those who have already spurned. They've already refused Jesus Christ. They wanted nothing to do with him. I remind you there are 7.7 billion people on earth. And if the rapture takes place, those are removed. There are still multi-billions of people here who have rejected Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior and want nothing to do with him. But the Bible says of the Lord Jesus, by him all things consist. That what that means is by him, this world is held together. By, by him, Jesus Christ, we are held together. Now suppose he just relaxes his grip a little bit on nature, just for a season. There's going to be a great earthquake of such magnitude, according to these verses, that the entire world feels this earthquake. There's going to be darkness. The light of the sun will be shut out. The moon will hang in the sky like a clot of blood, and the stars will fall to the earth. Now, we know that one star uh, uh, is of greater magnitude than the entire earth, and the word stars here in verse 13 means heavenly bodies, as in a meteoric, meteoric, meteorite shower. Meteorite showers and asteroids are going to hit the earth. You say, is that really possible? Has it ever happened? The last asteroid to damage planet Earth occurred in a sparsely populated region of Siberia in 1908. 700 square miles of forest land was devastated. In 1994, an asteroid came within 64,000 miles of Earth 
And the scientists said that if it had hit planet Earth, for example, say in the city of San Francisco, in the San Francisco Bay Area, there would have been nothing but utter uh, desolation um, for a 100-mile radius. However, scientists said if that same asteroid had hit the Pacific Ocean, that it had been even more devastating. It would have ruined the entire Pacific Ocean basin and rim, and unspeakable tidal waves would have hit land masses all over the Pacific Rim. Now, you understand what we're talking about when we say a quarter of the Earth's population will be decimated. If you want to plan to go through the Great Tribulation, help yourself. But my friend, I don't want to be anywhere near when this happens. And you shouldn't desire to be anywhere near planet Earth when this happens. You should make that decision to follow Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and live for Him. Now in verse number 14, we just read, it speaks of the heavens departing like a scroll. Some of you, like myself, we've studied what happens when there is a nuclear blast. Do you know what a nuclear blast does in the atmosphere? It pushes the air out, and it causes a vacuum. And then the air rushes back in that vacuum. And the Bible says the heavens roll up upon themselves. The Bible is not as far-fetched as some people might think that it is. There's coming a day when these seals are going to be open one by one, and planet Earth will never be the same. But guess what? There's a seventh seal, and this seal is, this seal is, um, is so amazing in the fact that it is now broken down to smaller seals or smaller trumpets or smaller judgments. Would you look with me? There's going to be deafening silence on earth, deafening silence in heaven when this seal is open, seal number seven. We have to go to Revelation chapter 8 in verse number 1 to see seal number 8. The Bible says this, as John's describing, And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of a half hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. What we have discovered is that while there are seven seals, initially only the first six seals are open. There's a space of time between the opening uh, of the seventh seal and the end of the sixth seal. Here's what we know. If we were to go back, time doesn't permit us this morning to do that. We'll do that in the future. But if we were to go back uh, and study Revelation chapter number 7, what we know is that there's 144,000 who are marked by the seal of God. And these 144,000 will be witnesses for Jesus during the great tribulation period. And they will tell others about Jesus Christ. And it is after this that the seventh seal is open. And when this seal is open, there's going to be a deafening silence in heaven which lasts for 30 minutes. Now many people, they get the idea uh, that heaven is a quiet, serene place where angels are flying around playing music softly on their harps. But you know, Revelation paints a quite different picture. It says there's sounds of worship and there's praise flowing continually around the throne of God. May I ask you, where will we be during this time? We will be in heaven. 
We'll be worshiping around the throne. It's going to be loud. It's going to be noisy. It's going to be amazing. And for some of you who are very stoic in your religion and in your worship, you will not be in heaven. There's going to be an amazing worship service going on. I believe that is why one of the reasons why this silence is so stark and why it is so noticeable. It is if heaven comes to a screeching halt. Everyone is frozen. There is no noise. There is a definite silence when this seal is open. And it the reason it is so significant because it provides an introduction to what's called seven trumpets. As the previous six seals were opened, a very specific judgment ensued after each one of the seals. Now when the seventh seal is open, there's not one specific judgment attached to it. What we see is there's seven angels. They're given seven trumpets. And in essence, there's seven more judgments. As I said, this is going to be a multi-week series of messages because in Scripture we find seven is the number of completion and trumpets were often used to make pronouncements, which is what these angels are doing and the seventh seal uh, uh, completes the seal judgment and it shifts to the beginning of what we call trumpet judgments. And these trumpet judgments move the world closer to the end of the age and ultimately leading us to the seven bowls of God's wrath. This will be God's final judgment on planet earth before Jesus Christ returns for his battle of Armageddon. So many judgments. We've seen seals, which leads to trumpet pronouncements, which leads to the seven bowls of God's wrath. Friends, we're just getting started. We've only spent two weeks looking at what's going to happen during the seven-year period, and we haven't scratched the service yet because we still have 14 more things to examine in the seven trumpet judgments and the seven bowls that will be introduced. We are just scratching the surface of how bad Trump planet Earth will be during this time period. And we'll examine in greater detail the seven trumpet judgments in the coming weeks. For now, let's be reminded of our text verse. Will you please look with me at our text verse again in Revelation chapter 6. I submit to you there's going to be the greatest prayer meeting in all of the world when we look at verse 15 and 16. Things are going to be so bad, it's not even complete. We haven't even seen what's going to happen with in the great tribulation part of this seven-year period. And then verse 15, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, they hid themselves. So this is every single person who was somebody, who was anybody, who had any wealth, who had any knowledge, who were smart, who were educated, who had means, and they prayed to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us, kill us, help us die. Isn't that amazing? They reject the rock of ages, but they pray to the rocks. You would think they'd be praying to God, but here they're praying to the forces of nature, to the rocks and to the mountains. It reminds me of the old gospel song. And when the sinner's going to be running, at the knowledge of their faith, they're going to run to the rocks and the mountains, but their prayers will be too late. I went to the rock to hide my face, but the rock cried out, no, no, hiding place down here. Folks, during the tribulation period, there will be a quarter of the world's population who will die, and there's going to be three quarters of the world's population that wish they could die. They prayed for the rocks to kill them. 
Pastor Armstrong, are you trying to frighten me? Yes, I am. Well, I don't believe in a religion built on fear. May I tell you what the Bible says? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We have a generation of people who strut through this earth. Most Americans are egomaniacs strutting to hell, thinking that they're too good to be damned. I'm telling you, on the authority of Jesus Christ, there's a time coming to this earth called the Great Tribulation. Jesus said there's never been a time like it. But the Bible says, for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain favor, to obtain salvation, to obtain a healing. How does that happen? By our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God that it's not up to me. Thank God that it's not up to you. It's up to Jesus. Now friends, let me ask you this question. I'm not going to ask you if you're a Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, a Jew, whatever. I'm not asking you what your religion is. I'm asking you this. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you know the Lamb of God?